Hello and welcome. I'm Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're a learning center of practical spirituality. This means that we practice and teach spiritual tools for personal and global transformation. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. We believe that you're surrounded and supported by an infinite loving presence of power and potential. That you are powerful beyond measure and together we awaken to our spiritual magnificence. Our podcast captures a live inspirational message from our gatherings on Sundays in South Surrey. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Welcome. Yeah, it's beautiful to meet you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Nice Thank to meet the community. Yeah, welcome. Isn't it fun to meet a new musician? And thank you, Sherry. You might not know this, but Sherry books all of our guest speakers are musicians. Great job. Mm -hmm. Oh, the things your board members and practitioners do behind the scenes. <laughs> the list goes on. I'd like to, um, as we begin here, to just take a moment and imagine in your mind's eye, bring to clear vision a prophet. Just in your imagination, just visualize a prophet. What does this prophet look like? What gender is this prophet? What race? How are they dressed? Where are they placed? If it's anything like what's happening in my mind, I I always see like a really tall man in a long robe with like a staff <laughs> with that little crook thing. <laughs> I think that's for a shepherd, yes? So that they can grab the little sheep. And I, I probably that's a reflection of my Baptist upbringing. And, and not only that, what's funny about it is, is that I, I, the, the prophet that I imagine in my mind, you know, just what the vision that that evokes is also, it's like a white man, right? With like gray hair. And it's so funny because like, you know, biblical times, the Hebrew Bible, I don't think they were white. But it's funny how that's my lens, right? That's the community I grew up in, and that's just, like, that's the vision of, like, authority, right? So, uh, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> Today is actually officially International Women's Day which is a global movement to celebrate women, women achievements, to, to um, expose our bias that we might have, and to actively work 
toward gender parity, gender equality, gender equity, to, to make a conscious commitment to that. And so it's a, it's a, a beautiful day to be reminded of that. Uh, that was my bias. I just shared with you my gender bias. When I think of a prophet, I think of a man. And, um, you know, it's, it's, most of us have grown up in an environment that would, you know, agree with that. And so I've just come to the point where I just say, oops, there's my gender bias. And it shows up in very, you know, specific places. What gender is a doctor? I often think of doctors as men. Who's the main breadwinner in a family? I often think that's the husband. Right? And that's, so it's just my gender bias. And I just get to a point where I go, oops, there it is. And each time we consciously recognize it, we are increasing that consciousness to actually let that go. When we just catch ourselves in compassion. There's no need to shame ourselves, but we can simply recommit in the moment. Of course, I looked up in the dictionary, <laughs> what is a prophet? And a prophet is a person who speaks for God or a deity by divine inspiration. And so what I learned through all of the, the wonderful study and research I did for today's talk is it just came to me that a prophet is the person who's willing to listen to the voice of truth, of spirit within. The person who's willing to listen to the voice of the divine through their own hearts and mind and then who's willing to share it. Those are the two aspects that I think of as a prophet, the one who's willing to listen, willing to tune in, and then willing to share it. So who is a prophet? I'd say you and me, right here. We are a group of prophets gathered together. And because it's International Women's Day, I have gathered some wisdom from women to share with you. The first one is Suzanne Kingsbury. And she helps people download the divinity within and become published writers. Isn't that cool? That's a cool job. And she says, consciousness is basically divided up into the masculine side and the feminine side, and we need both to achieve our highest potential. We need both. And she talks about how the divine feminine is responsible for nurture, intuition, and empathy, regardless of gender. So we're not actually talking about gender here. We're talking about a way of being, a way of tuning in 
to the emotional body, the physical body, and intuitively listening to that divine guidance from within. She says that it is associated with creation, intuition, community, sensuality, the kind that happens in your body, not just your thinking mind, and collaboration. And I love that. When I think about the divine feminine, I also recognize that it is asking us to leave behind the status quo. Because this act of turning within and listening to your inner guidance, I mean, how many people were taught that in school growing up? <laughs> how many people's parents said, the thing I want from you is for you to be connected with your inner guidance? <laughs> no? <laughs> in fact, there can be quite a backlash when we assert our own wisdom and guidance. People who care about you deeply might respond with, what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you doing? Because the status quo, I think of the status quo as like a map. And man, I love a map. Just like the dictionary. The, dic oh, the dictionary is a map, isn't it? Yeah, right? I mean, I'm flipping on my GPS every time I get in the car, <laughs> especially because I just moved here. So I love a map, and it's so comforting to imagine someone just giving you a map and saying, here, this is what your successful life would look like. I mean, that's somewhat comforting, right? However, our deepest experience of purpose and meaning, it doesn't come from a map outside of you. Yes, it might relieve some of your anxiety or stress or doubt or confusion. But when it comes to that thing that has been planted inside of you, that is your gift to bring to fruition into this world, to contribute to your community. The only way to find it is to turn your attention inward and ask. It might be scary, but it's worth it. And I'll tell you, I myself have experienced some pretty intense pressure from my family. If you can imagine that being a new thought minister <laughs> in, my, in Canada, my, and oh, my dad, my mom's husband, who I call my dad, I call my bio dad, bio dad. <laughs> But my dad, you know, he is a veteran, lifelong military man in the United States Army. And because he was an orphan as a young child, the military is his family. You know, that's his family. And the United States 
is his family. It's not like a country or a place, it's like family. And so to tell him I'm leaving his country is like telling him I'm leaving his family. That was not easy. That was not easy. They literally live four and a half hours from me still. We're just down the road from one another. But he has to let go of what he wants for me in order for me to blossom and flourish. So I want each one of you to think about what is the status quo in your life and experience? Because you, your status quo is going to be slightly different than mine. So I want you to think about what is your status quo and what might you need to let go of in order for you to blossom and flourish. Oh, another wonderful woman to share with you. Anybody heard of Hildegard of Bingen? No? Yes? No? Yes. Some, some. Yes, says Diane. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if you hadn't heard about her because she lived at about 1,000 of the current era. So a bit, a bit ago. Was she was a German Benedictine abbess, a writer, a composer, a philosopher, a Christian mystic, a visionary, and a polymath. She is a saint in the Catholic Church today, and she was named a doctor of the church in 2012 with only four other women out of the 35 doctors of the church, there were only four with that title. This woman, at the time that she was doing these things, probably was even dangerous. Like her life was in danger. So let me tell you a little bit of her story. It comes from this month's book of the month called Wild Mercy. It's by Mirabai Star. It's here. If anyone wants to look at it or snap a picture of it on your way out today, it's an amazing, amazing read. So I'll just read a little bit. Look at Hildegard of Bingen, the medieval Rhineland visionary, a true prophet. Hildegard starts having visions of the being who calls itself the living light when she was a small child like literally like three or four. Her prophecies so deeply disturb the adults that she wrestles the message down and plows them under. She buries them as a girl and stuffs them back down as a woman whenever they begin to rise again. But they continue to smolder in the subterranean zone of her soul, threatening to destroy her if she does not share them. At last, on the threshold of death, she gives in. She sits up and starts writing down the cosmological information that comes coursing through her. Her illness falls away. She writes and she draws, 
She composes heavenly chorales and she concocts healing remedies. She praises the Divine Mother, Mary Sophia the Earth, and invites us all into intimate relationship with the vital essence flowing through all creation. Wow, gives me chills. She literally was going to die if she didn't share what her soul wanted to say. And so she became willing to write it down, to compose it. And a thousand years later, we are still looking to her for inspiration. What courage! And what an excellent role model for each one of us to be willing to listen and share. We might not have to risk our life to reveal our own voice like she did. So I want you to think about this. What is wanting to be known through you, through your voice? What wants to be known? What calls to you? What are you curious about? What energizes you? Because it's the things that spark your imagination or tickle on your heart or sometimes make you angry. That might just be what wants to be known through you. That might be your prophetic voice. We're talking about the Divine Feminine this whole month. And one of the persons who I have come to know as a teacher through her writing and I have taken one course with her, is a Canadian I've talked about before, Tokopa Turner. She, instead of using the word feminine and or masculine, she changes it out for yin and yang. Because we often associate the genders with these qualities, but it's not a thing of gender. So when we think of yang, we think of masculine, outer, action, assertive, analytical. And when we think of yin, this is the feminine aspect, the inner, emotional realm, intuition. And you can see here, maybe, there's a yin-yang symbol right here on this cloth in front of me. The two together create a whole. And within each one, there is a little of the other. The two together make a whole. And something that Tokopa taught me is that, and this is a quote, an overemphasis on one creates the devaluation of the other. 
just going to say it again. An overemphasis on one creates a devaluation on the other. So it's maybe not even intended. But whenever we overemphasize one of these aspects, we are consciously or unconsciously devaluing the other. And she says, woman is not the custodian of femininity, but she carries the negative projection of, all, of our culture. That said, most of us have developed on a cultural bias, internalizing patriarchal culture in parentheses, prestige, power, fame, and fortune, end parentheses, and it is equally damaging to men. So we are called right now to develop, to develop the qualities within ourselves that we need in order to bring our own prophetic voice to an audible level, to let it out of our bodies, to let it out of our hearts and our minds. So each one of us having these feminine, masculine, yin, yang attributes inside of us, you might have one that you lead with that's very strong in you, and you might have one that's less developed. And so we develop them. That's why we're talking about the Divine Feminine for this month. We're talking about developing our intuition, our sense of community and interconnection, attending to our emotional body so that we can be our whole selves out loud. And here's what Tokopa says about this, quote, if you don't make a conscious effort to develop your inner opposite, you will look to your partner or partners to fulfill those undeveloped qualities for you. It's like if only one person in a relationship or a family is allowed to be angry, that one person will express all of it for everyone. That can, that can go with anger, with sadness, with love or affection, with optimism. So, so here is the call to turn within and, even, and just check it out. What is wanting to be developed in you? What is wanting to be developed, strengthened? When you think about, you can even think about a goal you want to achieve. What skill might you need to be developed in order to achieve that goal? This is like the same kind of question. But ask your intuitive self. Ask your intuitive self, what needs to be developed in me? and listen for the answer, and then call upon the courage to take one step and one step. 
the really cool thing about Tokopa's turn, Turner's teachings on this yin-yang and embodying them both is that she says the, the proper order of things is yin first, intuition first. We call upon our intuitive body to know where we need to go. Now getting there, that's yang, that comes second. We need those faculties of, of, of precision and commitment and strength, but we need to um, employ them for our intuition, for our yin. Have you ever achieved a goal and then felt like, well, now what? <laughs> or it's just not as satisfying as you thought it would be, or the satisfaction wears off very quickly and then you find yourself kind of aimless. That will happen, will feel a sense of emptiness, even in our success, if we're not tuning in to that intuitive voice for guidance and direction. And that intuitive voice is the voice of the divine inside of you. And it speaks to each and every one of you without a doubt. Now, you know I love homework. <laughs> and our homework today is to practice tuning in. So I'd like for each one of you to pick a contemplative practice. I'm researching books for next month, our book of the month for next month, and I'm reading one right now who is teaching me a new way to meditate. And what I love about this meditation is that it's teaching me to sit on the edge of my chair instead of resting back so that my back is upright on its own when I meditate. Sitting tall with a mudra, which is a shape of your hands, following the breath, and being present with the body, with any emotions that come up, and recognizing that the thoughts are coming through. They're not me. At least 10 minutes a day for the next 30 days. This will help you strengthen that inner ear to tune into that guidance of what is yours to do and be in this lifetime, this week, this month. And what I love about it is sitting with, okay, because truthfully, my meditation for the last, like, I don't know, at least five years has been me snuggled with my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, when I'm snuggled with them, they really take precedence, right? It's like, are they comfortable? And, I'm, and, I, and of course I love to cuddle and snuggle with my dogs. It's wonderful. And I can do that at a time when I'm not meditating. 
When I have to tune into my posture, my hands, my breath, my heart, it helps to move me below the neck. And this is something we need to practice because the dominant culture keeps us neck up. And so we're tuning in. It, it literally hurts my back to sit like that for that length of time. And I am thankful for that because what I hear in my body, what I know is happening is that I am strengthening these muscles in my body to sit tall on my own. And I am strengthening that inner muscle to tune into that beautiful river of life that flows underneath the surface of each one of us. The depth of your being is calling to you. Will you listen this week? And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.